been reflecting on different levels of conversion throughout this Lent. Last week you had a break because I was not here neither for Matthias, so I didn't want to impose a theme on the visiting priest. So if you recall, we spoke of intellectual conversion, then the conversion of the heart towards beauty. Then Father Matthias spoke on the conversion of the will through passive purification. And today we can reflect on a maybe less spoken about type of conversion, and it's what we could call emotional conversion. The transformation of our feelings and our emotions so they can be more like the emotions of Christ. Jesus wants us to become more and more like him in the way we think, the way we act, and also the way we feel. And the three feelings that rule the heart of Christ were peace, joy, and love. So that's where the Lord wants to take us. We could approach this theme through many angles. We could speak about the healing of our hearts, the restoration of broken relationships, the order of our emotions. Sometimes some emotions, they can get out of place and in a sense rule our heart without us wanting them to rule, like anger or sadness or some feelings they can take over and dominate us. But I would like to focus on a specific type of conversion in our emotions. That is the conversion from what we could call a possessive heart, a self-seeking heart, towards purity, towards a self-giving love. Jesus is a great example of like that freedom of heart, that freedom to love. On Friday, we celebrated St. Joseph, and you know that Joseph was an example also of purity of heart. He received Jesus, and he was not his biological son, so he was the foster father of Jesus, but he loved him with a chaste, with a pure heart. Pope Francis says in the document he wrote on occasion of the year of Joseph, Joseph is traditionally called a most chaste father. That title is a summation of an attitude that is the opposite of possessiveness. Chastity is freedom from possessiveness in every sphere of one's life. Only when love is chaste is it truly love. A possessive love ultimately becomes dangerous. It imprisons, constricts, and makes for misery. God himself loved humanity with a chaste love. He left us free even to go astray and set ourselves against him. The logic of love is always the logic of freedom. And Joseph knew how to love with extraordinary freedom. So Pope Francis says, Joseph was not possessive. He didn't love Jesus with a possessive heart. Possessive love is, is selfish, is self-seeking, and it constrains, it imprisons. It doesn't allow the other person to flourish, to go, to grow. Chase love is 
respectful. It seeks the good of the other person. And it allows freedom. In the next paragraph, it says, Chase love is the one that wants to become useless. You love, so the other person grows, so it becomes like mature and they don't need you anymore. That's how the love of Joseph was. He was chased because he became useless. So that's the journey of freedom from possessiveness, self-seeking, to a pure, free way of loving. And Jesus says today in the Gospels, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. So here we can understand the, the purity of the heart of Christ. Because if someone was pure, someone was chaste, someone had this freedom of heart, it was the Lord. Everyone who came to him, his public life, felt this amazing love from him. And this amazing self-giving love that was seeking to um, make the other person flourish. So today he says, I will draw everyone. The everyone means I love everyone who comes to me. I love every single person that comes to me. My heart doesn't disdain, reject, no matter what age, what profession, what walk of life, what race, what, whatever. I love everyone, says Jesus. And I will draw them to myself. You could say, oh, but Father, that's possessive. Like Jesus saying, like, come to me, I will draw you to myself. But you need to understand it through the lenses of purity. Jesus says, I will draw you, not because he needs us. The Lord doesn't need us. He draws us to him because he loves us. He asks us to come to him because he knows that when we come to him, we become fulfilled and free. But then he says, when I am lifted up on the earth. And that's kind of the catch of this phrase. The lifted up means from the cross. The journey from possessiveness to purity implies purification. The purification of the cross. Jesus didn't need that purification. His heart was not possessive. He needed the cross to become free. But he teaches us through the purification of the cross. He says, the grain of wheat has to die. The grain of wheat has to die. And if it dies, it bears fruit. Our hearts, they need to die in a self. It's an emotional purification that takes place, and it's like a death. And if we embrace it, it will bear fruit. It will make our hearts grow in freedom. Death to selfishness, disorder, affections, attachments, wounds, healing. That the purification of the Lord will bring and lead us to a pure heart. Think of Jesus on the way to the cross. He experienced so much human re rejection, mocking, betrayal of his friends, abandonment, 
the betrayal of Judas, physical violence, the bad thief making fun of him, and so on and so forth. He was being purified from any type of human love and human appreciation. It's true that you have glimpses of people helping him, like Veronica, his mother Mary, the women of Jerusalem. So you have also the consolation of some few on the cross. But overall, it's a process of purification. But in that dying of the grain of wheat, there's something new or something deeper going on in his heart. And it's the rooting of his heart in a firm, eternal, faithful love. The love of his father. So in that process of death to human love, there's a process of freedom, knowing the father is with him. The father is keeping him, sustaining his love and his heart. So that's the process from possessiveness to purity, but through purification. And well, that's how we should end this Lenten journey, knowing that the Lord wants to lead us to purity. The Lord wants to give us a self-giving heart. The Lord wants us to love in us and through us, especially the people that are very close to us. It's not too, so easy to love in that way. But he leads us there through the process of purification. So, two questions we could pray about in this week. The first one is, what are the emotional purifications that are taking place in your heart? Many times, the Lord through life, he purifies us. People we love depart, death, broken relationships, or people who dislike us. This is very healthy to say, not everyone in my life will like me. Just give yourself permission to be disliked. People will reject you. Or maybe people who you love like betray you and they left like a mark, like brokenness inside of you. So all those can be taken as um, levels of purification. And they can make you bitter, they can make you cold, they can harden your heart, or they can make you better. They can make you like the grain of wheat that is bearing fruit. They can lead you like Jesus on the way to the cross to root your heart in a firm, faithful, eternal, fulfilling love the love of the Lord, the love of the Father, saying, I am always with you. So that's the first question we could ask. The second one is, pray for the gift of purity of heart, the grace of chastity. In the morning when you begin the day, you can do the sign of the cross on your heart and maybe through the intercession of Joseph. Pray that the Lord may give you 
a self-giving heart. So, like Jesus, everyone who comes to you are drawn to you and to the love that is in your heart. That's what we pray in the psalm today. A clean heart create for me, O God. A pure heart created me.